Hello everyone, welcome to Screen Scream. I'm Viola. Sorry for the super delay because I was working at the World Baseball Classic. But now that I'm back, I will try my best to catch up with everyone. Therefore, this episode is released two weeks after it's supposed to be released. But since I'm going to talk about trending movies, I guess it's okay if it's a little bit late. But without further ado, let's listen to the introduction of the first new movie we're going to talk about today: Ambush, the thrilling true story of a U.S. military suicide mission through miles of enemy, vehicle-infested tunnels. American forces are trapped on the edge of no man's land. Facing danger amid a maze of tunnels as they pursue the Vietcong far below ground before a deadly secret can be exposed. Of hundreds of Vietnamese operatives must be retrieved and destroyed at any cost. I'm gonna send someone in. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is a war-related action thriller. But actually, while listening to the introduction of this movie, I actually felt bad for it. Because I picked it two weeks ago and recorded the Mandarin version of the show, but then I realized that oh, this movie is actually not so good. But the thing is, I'm gonna stick to my plan and introduce it once again in the English version. But if you ask me, I would say at least this is one of the very few action movies recently. So if you're into action movies, And you don't mind something that's just thrilling but not good at all, you may pick Ambush. Anyway, it's directed by Mark Berman, starred by Jonathan Rice Mayer from Mission Impossible 3, Aaron Hackhart from The Dark Knight, and Connor Paolo. What interests me the most is that it's adapted from a shocking true story. About how the elite team goes into the enemy area to execute a high-risk underground mission. It sounds pretty exciting, doesn't it? And I can tell that this is a movie that my dad will love to see. But of course, it's not that kind of Oscar-winning movie. The key point for the teammates in the movie is that they have to conquer their fear so that they could. Go through the underground tunnels, which are like mazes, and escape from the enemy and traps from Vietnam. Alright, so this is a war-related film based on the Vietnam War, one of the true stories. But it's made in Hollywood, so you can tell the story is told from the American side of perspective. But again, if you just want to enjoy an action movie, you can go watch Ambush. And because of the delay, I have to say that there aren't many choices of time for ambush right now in Taiwan. I don't know about the U.S., but if it's still in the theater and you're interested, don't hesitate to watch it. Now let's move on to the second new movie we're going to talk about today. It's not a Hollywood movie, and it's actually an animation. Suzume, Suzume, a 17-year-old girl who lives in a quiet town in Kyushu. Meet a young man on a journey looking for doors. Suzume follows him to a ruin to a dilapidated building in the mountain and finds a freestanding, undisturbed door, as if it alone were safe from devastation. 
Suzume feels drawn by an invisible power and reaches out to the door. Soon, doors all over Japan start opening one after another. The doors that open must be closed to shut out calamity that lies on the other side. Stars, sunset, and the morning sky. The places she wanders into have a sky where all hours of the day seem to blend together. Beckoned by the mysterious doors, Suzume's journey of closing doors begins. The second new movie we're going to talk about today is a Japanese animation. And if you've seen Your Name or Weathering With You, you will know that this is the latest film of Shinkai Makoto. He's the director, scriptwriter, and the original work for this movie. And he also invited the golden crew from his previous works, such as the character design from Your Name and Weathering With You, the animation director from Your Name, and the art director of Your Name, which is totally indispensable in Shinkai Makoto's movie. As for the dubbing actors for Suzume, director Shinkai Makoto auditioned more than 1,700 people and ended up picking the 19-year-old actress as the dubbing actress for the main character. And the leading actor is voice acted by one of the members of Six Tones. Director Shinkai Makoto also praised the two young people's acting skills in this movie. Suzume is Shinkai Makoto's eighth work after Your Name and Weathering With You. The box office was more than $1.88 billion just the first week in Japan, and it ranked on top for three weeks in a row in Japan for box office. Now the box office is already over 9.4 Japanese yen. Anyway, I would say if you're a big fan of Shinkai Makoto, you will probably want to watch this movie. But when I saw the poster, I was like, wait, this seems very similar because all the posters from him look about the same. And merely from watching the trailer, I don't really get it. Like, okay, I know the movie's about closing doors, because if you don't close the doors, there would be disasters coming out from the door from the other side of the world. But uh, what caused it? And what's really happening? Of course, you may say, oh, you will find out when you go see the movie, but we don't know anything about it in the trailer, so it's a total mystery. Now, before we move on to Top 007, let's review what we had from last week first. There were two top threes, A Man Called Otto and Marry My Dead Body. Also, two top twos, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and Magic Mike's Last Dance. Top 1 was the one and only Avatar The Way of Water. But let's see who tops this week. Top 5. A City of Sadness. Magic Mike's Last Dance. The visionary artist Magic Mike. Top 4. Who's in Blue? The Last Wish. 
I am pushing boots. Holy frijoles. The first slam dunk. Alright, so among top 7 to top 4, Magic Mike's Last Dance is the only movie that we haven't talked about. But it seems that it's not going to be released in Taiwan any soon. So I'd like to talk about A City of Sadness a little bit more. I know I talked about it last week when it was going to be released, but not only because it was a milestone for a Taiwanese movie at the time, it still is right now, I would say. It won Cannes Film Festival at the time, and according to one of the actors, he still can remember the time when they walked on the red carpet and the score of A City of Sadness was surrounding them. I promise you, it's definitely very moving. Although A City of Sadness is a very good movie, it's not that kind of movie you would spend a happy weekend with family because it's really sad, just like the name. It talks about how Taiwanese people felt uncertain about their own identities after World War II because before that, they were told they're Japanese they even fought for Japan, you know, killed some Chinese people. But then when Japan lost the war, they were told that they are Chinese. But even though they actually identified themselves as Chinese at the time, they couldn't communicate with the Chinese people from China because Taiwanese people speak Taiwanese or Japanese and people from China speak Mandarin and there's language barrier. You know, at the beginning, that was okay. People misunderstood each other sometimes, but that was okay. It was until the government forbid general public to sell tobaccos. But some of the government officials trafficked some to Taiwan. And still, you would say that's okay, just corruption. Why caused so big a fuss? But one day, in 1947, if my memory of history tells me right, when the police officers, or should I say the soldiers, were trying to catch people who are selling tobaccos, they accidentally shot a woman. And that's the beginning of the incident of 228. But I really think we should move on. So if you want more historical stories, pray that A City of Sadness is going to be on the chart next week. Now let's listen to top three to top one. Top three, marry my dead body. Top two, Avatar, the way of water. If you want to live here, you have to ride. Let's do it. Top one, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Turn it off. Now. Wow, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania is top one this week. But since it's not super good, even though I'm a Marvel fan, I'm not going to talk about it today. I want to discuss a very good Taiwanese movie, Marry My Dead Body. What's so interesting about this movie is that it combined a Taiwanese tradition cultural tradition and LGBTQ plus issues. First of all, the Taiwanese cultural tradition. 
What is it? Not that it's common. I'm not suggesting that girls in Taiwan get married with people all the time, but I'm just saying that there's this tradition. So if you're a foreigner and you ever wondered why Taiwanese people would never pick up something on the ground, especially a red envelope, even if you think, wait, I thought red envelope is for good luck and money, but Taiwanese people would just never pick it up because it means that you will probably get married with a ghost, usually girl, but in Marry My Dead Body, one of the protagonists is a gay, a dead gay, and his grandma wants to find a husband for him. Therefore, grandma performs this tradition of ghost marriage. It sounds very scary, but Marry My Dead Body is actually a comedy, and that comes the contrary, because the person who happens to pick up the envelope is someone with homophobia. But what I like the most about this movie is that actually it's not meant to address the LGBTQ plus issue. It's just that one of the characters happens to be gay. And eventually it was very touching because what's told in the movie is about family love. I would say it's really a good movie to watch your family. It's funny and touching at the same time. Besides, the director started his career filming horrors. So when it comes to ghosts in the movie, it is a little bit scary, but trust me, I don't watch horror and I can take it. So I think everyone can enjoy Marry My Dead Body. It won't scare you to death. And I think as someone who supports LGBTQ+, this kind of movie is what we need to promote the most. Let people know that gays or lesbians or transgender people are around us. They also have their own problems with families, with relationships. I really think Marry My Dead Body is a great improvement of Taiwanese movie. And that's all the time we have for today. Hope you like the show and I will try my best to catch up and contain the good quality at the same time. See you next time. I will be fast. Bye.